Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Welcome, everyone, to a wild podcast has appeared. The official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. Where today's today's episode is really just going to be a therapy session. For I, all of us. <laughs> I am in shock. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe it. We're not going to in case you have been living under a rock. Ash is no longer going to be in the anime, and we are going to talk about that in the second half of the show, because first, there are things to do. If you are a listener to this show, there is a a plan, usually. There is a format to this show, where first, we do the business. We do this show every Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. We uh, do it on Twitch, and you can watch us on Facebook, twitch.tv forward slash comic book. And we also read reviews that's the best way to support this show is to leave Mm -hmm. us a review on itunes ask Mm -hmm. us a question i have some pulled up you guys answered many good questions yesterday don't uh don't think i do not have comments about your geodude comments uh, (laughs) from 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 last week so much so that link is a weeb is actually back with another with another review says since jim wasn't there i'm once again asking why jim likes geodude if he's not here again, I'm just going to keep asking until he answers. Is 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 my Long Island quarry answer? Was it that correct? Hey, I was nice. I was, I was gentle. <laughs> I was thoughtful and respectful, as much as you can be when dissing Geo, dude. Wow. Uh, I will get to that in a second. Let me just finish the rest of uh, of this. Uh, he said uh, he really likes the new the or is it they really like the new changes uh, to get in sync with Japan. The Japanese packs have a reverse hollow and two regular hollows uh, at least. I really like the silver borders personally. Anyway, another question for you all: What is your favorite TCG set? Thanks, guys. And quick edit: Holy crap, Ash is leaving. I'm going to miss him, but excited for what the future holds for Pokemon. Why do I like Geo, dude? Geo, dude to me has one of one of the more creative pokemon designs especially for for that first gen uh, and and his whole line i just it was just it, it oddly enough was just, was uh one of my it was one of the first pokemon i had that like was on my team came in clutch for me in a number of different places and has and i have had him on my team in every game available since um it's just cool design he just has a cool design uh it's one of those i like pokemon that especially for you dude that that kind of can um be practical right in the sense of uh it's got he has like natural camera camouflage right like he can just look like a rock and then boom all of a sudden you've got this rock with two guns basically you know coming at uh, strangling you and (laughs) And you're on the ground and there's just this man with triangle eyes looking down at you but he doesn't have a torso or legs he's just a rock with a face and an arms and you're going black and i thought they did i thought they did him right in uh in the anime as well um that episode of the early anime one of the one of the better episodes of the show I will be 100% honest. The reason I am not a fan of Geodude is because they made <laughs> Geodude float in the anime. And I thought uh, that was the dumbest thing. Like if you if we would have had Geodude using its arms to walk around dragging itself, 
which you know is that, very that, I would agree that would be really cool because that's just like a really unsettling visual you know it is. <laughs> it's true. It and is if you're going to make him float then he needs to be like some sort of psychic type like yeah, it, it, yeah. Made, it makes no sense huh jeez it makes no sense She's getting calls during the show I She's... did it's a Los Angeles number too oh wow uh, well, it's yeah. probably it's probably someone about your rings of power thing, so you may want to take that while while I continue. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, you're probably right. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, as far as some of the trading card game stuff, Megan, I thought your idea was brilliant as far as uh, for like how there is not a um already kind of a, a secondhand market or secondary market for uh card holders or basically like penny sleeves that have the yellow border around yeah. them uh yeah. <laughs> instead of this i may border. or may not be investing a lot of <laughs> my very few liquid assets into creating that and filling that market gap uh no it's just that's that's just as somebody who's like a really matchy matchy person the the border of these cards changing is just like un like unusually upsetting to me like i i can't i can't do it i can't do it yeah. i have to have card sleeves or i can never have the new cards with the silver border so <laughs> and, and they don't need to be drastic option. <laughs> i mean and, and it's in the, the the thing about that is like they don't need to be um the hard like they don't need to be the hardback sleeves the hardback sleeves will right. probably, would probably be cool just you just gotta do it on the penny sleeve yeah, just like the nice little cheap ones. Just make sure all you got to make sure you do is the width and the color of the yellow border is the same. Right. Like exactly. that's it's either I have to from now on start using the like yellow pity sleeve idea or I have to go back and get silver border <laughs> pity sleeves for, for all, your all my other cards. <laughs> and I've been collecting cards since I was like literally like five years old. So yeah. uh, it's going to be easier to just change moving forward. Right. Um the uh the the other thing i thought uh was um was pretty was not pretty interesting um that i was saying from from last week's show uh was i am because 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 i do listen when i'm not when i'm not able to come around because i need to make sure i can i stay up to i have major fomo of missing out on uh new inside jokes that you guys may may create when i'm not around um so you know that's that's the 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 other thing but anyway i forget the other the other card thing is i'm sure it'll hit me uh kind of when whenever but um i think uh links we both know favorite um uh, our favorite like TCG set. I mean, like, look, I think for me, it's I mean, the, the question is easy. It's going to be the base set because that's what that's what got me in. That's what got me, um, uh, you know, in, in love with this. I will love. Um, I don't remember what the first set that kind of that introduced full art cards, uh, but I do like. But I love how Pokemon handles full art cards, and so we have to whatever whatever set that was. Second favorite set. What what are we talking about? Sorry, uh, I definitely was not. That was certainly, definitely not Amazon that had just <laughs> called me. You were actually you were spot on, Jim. Yeah, I called it. <laughs> uh, I know. That was fine. Everything's good. Um, okay, good. Yeah. Um. But wait. Oh, I know. Oh, I remember. I remember my question. Okay. So, Link of the Weed mentions it uh, in the thing. Um. So, uh, are the cards? going back to uh or are getting more in line with the japanese sets as far as adding hollows and stuff or yeah, so no so basically since they're upping the price to four dollars and 49 cents they are right. at, making it so that everything has three hollows in it so oh, okay. one of one you know they haven't explained like what the type like, of hollow is i think every japan pack is gonna have three three yeah hollows? i think japan already has three hollows um uh well, i remember as a kid getting the japanese packs because they always had a hollow and i wanted a hollow and so i have i had way more japanese cards than i did uh american cards at first till i traded them all away i mean sold them all away for uh no look look they they were they were seed capital for my american set okay um um but uh to answer your question um give me a second uh, to an to answer your question, we don't know exactly what the makeup is going to be, but I okay. think Japan has uh, uh, two normal hollows and one um, like reverse hollow, and so mm -hmm. I think that's what's going on with it. Um, like it wouldn't surprise me. Like one of the big things, which I don't know if um, 
I I don't know if uh, Japan does uh, like rares that don't have hollow foil, but they're doing away with those in the U.S. Mm -hmm. I will say one of my favorite cards in recent memory um, is is this one. For, uh, and I'm holding up yeah. the 25th uh, celebr- the 25th anniversary full art Pikachu card from you know it's a recreation of the base set. This like I know it's a super basic card or whatever, but is easily like I said one of one of my favorite cards in recent memory. And I it's I'm sure it's nostalgia talking uh, on this. I one, love that card. It just looks great. Uh, oh, speaking of showing showing cards off, now I don't know where the hell they are. Oh, I went to um, we went we comic book went to CGC recently to um, uh, to kind of see see how the sausage is made, kind of thing. Uh, and uh, we were able to bring uh some cards with us. I brought a whole mishmash of stuff, but I did bring one of my um uh my uh, first edition Pikachu card just because it was like a basic enough thing and. I didn't know where my I have lost my base set hollows. They're, they're here somewhere. I haven't lost them. They're just like in a box buried no. under some stuff. No, but anyway, they're gone. Uh, no, they they're not gone. But anyway, uh, I got uh, they I, I just got them back. And I got to tell you what. These slabs are nice. And this is not like an ad for CGC or whatnot, because I have a slab for um, a PSA card. Which I'll just show for comparison for those watching. Um, those la- these labels look like someone like in comparison look like someone just like typed them up a typewriter on a slip of paper and then just slid it into the plastic. CGC ones are nice. Anyway, this was my Pikachu got a seven. Uh, I was uh, uh, not happy with it, but then when he pointed out all of the flaws, I was like, well, I guess I can't argue. <laughs> so can't argue that. Yep, all those flaws are there. Uh, that dinged corner, yeah, it's because I dropped it. Um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, uh, definitely, definitely cool thing. We'll uh, keep moving on because we got, well, like I said, we're gonna have a ton of talk, a uh, ton to yeah. talk about. Uh, CC Kuzak uh, says, uh, uh, second review, still an extremely fun podcast. Been listening to you guys more frequently while at work. Well, glad we can be with you while you work. I just finished the main story of Pokemon Scarlet and I loved it. I think it's one of the best stories of Pokemon games I've had in a long time. I heard Megan say she didn't uh, like the game's performance and story. Performance, no one will disagree with, but LOL emoji. How did you not like the story? The Arvin and Team Star stuff were both really good. Uh, and the finale had a crazy twist with a lot of emotion. My question to Megan, why don't, why don't you like the story? So I agree that the story has a lot to it. I think it's one of the, the most complex stories that Pokemon has done. And I give that freely. I do not yeah, think more complex it was because it's got like four going on at once. Yes, yeah, exactly. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I just do not feel like there was adequate transition between all of the stories because you could kind of put doom in any way you thought i felt like again i've said this before like the the you know fighting the like um you know the the time misplaced pokemon the legends and all that stuff like that was excellent everything with um you know the little you know little sick dog amazing like also incredibly sad i thought that was an amazing uh way to tell a story but then everything just kind of felt really loose from there on i feel like they could have done a much better job at you know intermingling the stories so they felt a little bit more uh you know important before the final arc because i just i think the final act the twist while very uh you know surprising like i also like called it <laughs> like it didn't like within like the first little bit of playing the game i was like something's up with this character like something's gonna happen um so yeah i felt like there were definitely high points yeah. um but it wasn't consistently um to that level which was you know which is fair a little disappointing just fair totally fair all right going on to the last ones we get to the news real quick is uh this one's from tpor the pockets of roblox that feels like an ad uh hello i love your podcast this is my second review uh what do you think of what do you think the second set for uh, scarlet and violet in the trading card game is going to be also what do you think a terrestrialized gigantamax would look like keep up the good work love your stuff my favorite pokemon is relit um i'm going to answer the second question first a terrestrialized gigantamax would just be a an abomination it, uh, 
It'd it would be, it would it be would something out game. of a sci-fi novel, like <laughs> a, a, a crystalline monster that you know towers forty feet tall, living crystal come to life. Yeah, um, yeah. If you want to see that, watch some Godzilla movies. <laughs> get into the kaiju genre. Space Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. Get into yeah. that, which I promise you will not be, uh, you know, disappointed about. Right. And as far as the second, the first question about the what will the second set of Scarlet and Violet be in the TCG? Um, honestly, like I mean, it could really just be anything. I, I don't, I don't. The it's still early. It's still super early that um, like I know the I know the TCG sets have a theme and and whatnot, but like to me, they've always just kind of seemed random. <laughs> and so, uh, and so like I'm just like you know what like, what will it be? You don't know. I'm sure it'll have some Pokemon in it uh it'll have some nice art and uh we'll all be happy we'll all be happy about it and look maybe it has a charizard maybe it will have a terrestrialized charizard that's what uh that's what that's what we'll get in the second set because i don't you know if we don't get it in the first set which is entirely possible so uh all right let's get to the news mm -hmm. cinderace coming to scarlet and violet Yes, he is. The next Pokemon and Scarlet... No, po Pokemon and Scarlet. Ooh, just thrown off. It's not every day that Amazon calls you. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, is bringing in Cinderace as their next seven-star raid. This is a fighting Terra-type Cinderace, and it comes with the Mightiest Mark. That's right. As everyone thought and expected, Cinderace is finally becoming a fighting type. So yeah, so we're getting that. That is going to run on January first, uh, December thirtieth through January first. So if you time it right, you can ring in the new year by having a giant fireball dropped on you by a fighting type Cinderace. Well, there uh, we go. So um, also, it's coming January thirteenth through fifteenth, and this coming weekend, uh, we are getting a Deli Bird event. Uh, so this is the non, you know, set type Deli Bird. So Deli Bird is getting a uh, one through five star raids, and it will be in um, December 23rd through December 25th. Deli Bird is just popping up in all the raids because, you know, Deli Bird is Christmassy. Um, I feel like they kind of missed uh, the timing on the Cinderace. Maybe timed it a little bit more towards the the world, the final game of the World Cup. Probably would have made a bit more sense for the very obvious soccer playing Pokemon. Yeah, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not even gonna argue that one. Yeah, there, there is no, there's no arguing that point. Yeah, no. yeah, you're you're probably right, but you know, um, uh, well, and usually I would make the argument that's like, well, Japan doesn't really care about the World Cup, but oh. Japan really far in the world japan japan is insanely interested in soccer these days or football i guess if you're across the pond uh you know it's not not as big as baseball yet but it's it's up there man they are oh fade of burner says cinderace is for the chinese zodiac the year of the rabbit oh that makes that does make sense that makes more sense yeah i can i can see that you know what i'd rather it be for messy i'm just saying <laughs> uh all right uh pokemon go community day was last weekend mm -hmm. no one cared i mean some people the people who played cared um uh, holiday events are starting up and i care a bit more about that yes uh well we i think we talked about have we talked about the holiday event we've talked we did. about we talked about it event. yeah last week so well, it's, it's coming uh, but it's the coming. big thing was more pavilion was added and like a million different pavilion variants right yes. yeah yeah there's a yeah yeah so, Good luck, Pokemon Go completists. Uh, and like the thing is, is basically you. So how this all works is uh, to you have to earn medals for the pavilion, pavilion, pavilion. I don't know, whatever. It's a freaking butterfly Pokemon. So you need to get three postcards from each specific region, which are sent from people on your friend list. And when you get these different postcards from the area, you will get a Scatterbug uh, encounter. And that Scatterbug involves into uh, the Pavilion uh, with the various uh, pattern on its back. Um, so, you know, the, it's kind of neat in that you can get all of them um, with the exception. Is the lucky one in there? I'm not seeing it. Most of them are in there. 
Um, so you know, it's a good chance to get a bunch of them. And you know, if you have a lot of say this is a very cool mechanic. It is. It's it's better than yeah, I, I, I will give them props. I like this a lot more than I like other stuff. Yes, hundred um, percent. Because it just feels it feels more attainable, uh, but also a bit of a challenge, right? Like, and yeah. that, and that's where that's where uh, you know I appreciate when the Pokemon Go make you know is making new Pokemon available and whatnot, right? Like, I understand making some region locked exclusive. That like I totally like I have no problem with that. Um, I get it, right? It's like what a, a handful out of the you know thousands you can get or hundreds you know you can get basically. Um, but uh, but yeah, cool. All right, and then uh, last but not least, we got a big update coming to Pokemon Unite. Uh, yeah, Pokemon Unite is getting a major new update. Uh, so this will be released the day after Christmas. Uh, it's coming with a c- couple of things. Dragapult will be officially added to the game on December 29th, and we are getting a New Year celebration. Um, which will get you one uh, Unite license, uh, which it's basically any of the base ones that were like some of the early ones. So Venusaur, Charizard, P- Blastoise, Pikachu, Clefable, Dodrio, Snorlax, Azumarill, Sableye, Absol, Garchomp, Lucario, Zorark, Greninja, Talonflame, Zeraora, Cinderace, Greedent, and Cramorant. So you get you get one of those just by logging in. Um, uh, they're also giving away a hollow, uh, hollow wear for free. Um, and then they're doing this full fury team clash that runs from December 27th through February 5th. You choose either the red team or the blue team and you earn points for their team and the team with the highest points will get more rewards. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the event, you know, Dragapult, uh, red versus blue and yeah. Okay. I've said all I need to say on that. (laughs) <laughs> all right perfect all right we are going to take a quick break pay for the show when we get back knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling meeting new friends or just even to master a new skill But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. What's, what's All right. the surprise? Tell us what the surprise is. So, I know, you can't just like leave us on that. We, at A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, will be giving you, our listeners, an extra episode. Oh. tomorrow, oh. we are going to have part two of a therapy session with Sarah Nacho Annie. Mm. I don't know. Uh, we don't know what time yet. We will figure that out if you're listening to this on Monday. But uh, keep stay tuned to our social if you want. To. We'll probably do it live because why not? But also, uh, you'll have an extra episode in your feed for this week where we kind of look back at uh, the history of her and Ash. Find out, you know, we'll ask her when when she knew um, and, uh, and and what it's been like uh, for for her, us and uh, and everyone else. So it should be, should be a good fun, uh, episode. If you listened to our last episode with Sarah, she was a ton of fun. Uh, so looking forward to uh, getting the chance to, to talk to her again tomorrow. Will we be the first podcast to talk with her since we might be, show? we might very well. I, be. I, I, I so, think we might. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so stay tuned for that and happy holidays, everyone. Speaking of holidays, I got a Christmas gift that's been sitting in the back of my thing that my wife got me. I didn't even know she she got it for me, but it, like it came in, and she's like, "I just had to give this to you now." I can see it. It's the Gengar Squishmallow. Oh, oh man! And I love oh. him. 
And don't take that out in public. Someone probably <laughs> will try to steal it from you. Or or it's going to go the way of your first edition holofoils, which may no. or may not still be located inside your house. Yeah, nope, absolutely not. I love them. I love it. I love it immensely. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things where she goes, <laughs> my wife sometimes tunes in and um, she was like, yeah, you were talking about it one time you tuned in and I set an, uh, an alert for when they went on sale and I happened to get one. And I was like, damn, because they went fast. Oh, yeah. They, I they tried were to, I tried to like get one. like a few one. minutes. I know. I know. And then, when I, then when I emailed the Pokemon company, I was like, hey, you got any? And they're like, nope. And I was like, all right. <laughs> we can just, but anyway, we can just email the Pokemon company with our grocery list of things we want. Yeah, sometimes. Um, anyway, let's do it. Let's get into it. Okay. Megan, fill, fill us in. Oh, it's happening, everybody. As as the rumors uh, for the last several months suggested and then didn't suggest and then suggested again, but now ultimately has confirmed Ash Ketchum after 25 years is leaving the anime it is official him and pikachu will be doing their swan song in this last week pokemon journeys aired its last episode in japan it was an incredibly good episode i'm very excited to see how the english dub handles it uh i mean we ash freaking reunited with butterfree and if like i just didn't start crying in that exact moment like i just couldn't handle it uh but yeah they have confirmed ash is leaving with Pikachu. Uh, they are going to be kickstarting at the beginning of January an 11 episode kind of mini series arc um, that is going to wrap up officially his journey, kind of doing like a farewell tour, basically. Uh, so you can expect a lot of emotional episode. Uh, I do know that they will be doing a enhanced uh, animation style for this uh, special series that's coming out. Uh, so, you know, you can expect it to look really gorgeous. Um, we're going to be able to see Ash kind of make his rounds, say goodbye, reunite with a lot of people and then after that 11 episode mini uh kind of arc series is done uh later in the year we will be getting the official new pokemon anime uh no official title has been announced but we do know that we will be getting two new protagonists roy and uh either Liko or Lyco. uh but it's going to be a dual protagonist situation um there's a lot of theories going out about uh, who these protagonists could be. The major one being that uh, one of them is actually Ash's daughter with Serena. So, you know, that would be absolutely wild. Um, but yeah, it is, it's official. Ash is, uh, he's retiring. His Pokemon journey is, uh, you know, officially coming to an end. So, okay, but, but now be honest, when you first heard the news, mm -hmm. y'all got a little bit emotional. So let me tell you the story of how I found yeah. out. It was it was a wild early morning. Uh, so there I was, woken up 525 in the morning uh, mm -hmm. by my middle child, who is two years old. And he is, you know, he wakes up between six and seven. He goes to his door. And even though he has the ability to open up his own door, um, he doesn't. He sits there and starts shouting for us. Um, <laughs> and so... He is like shouting and wailing and that's what wakes me up. And so I'm like, uh, maybe he'll go back to sleep. I get on to Twitter and literally as I get on to Twitter, suddenly, boom, Ash is gone. I'm like, yep. I'm like, oh, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wake you up. And so I literally it. like smack my wife. <laughs> like, I'm like, Darcy, I have to go and shower. Uh, some news just happened and i like stumbled downstairs and like riding up like ash is leaving and all this stuff because nobody nobody on our side is on at 5 30 in the morning nor should they be right. um actually i think we did have one person on but not someone who would write about it so i was like i guess i am going to write this news up um it was a weird way to wake up um you know i i will say after like the the initial bout of sadness that Ash and Pikachu are finally leaving, I'm pretty convinced based on how like the actual press release is worded because like all the news stories that were coming up, including ours, is mm -hmm. Ash Ketchum is leaving the Pokemon anime. That's that's the gist of it. 
Ash, the, 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 the Pokemon company never explicitly said that. Maybe this is me going through the seven stages of grief here. And I'm in <laughs> he's not really leaving. It's, uh, not, he's well, not, no, it's a little so, bit that way. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely says, you know, it, it, like, it definitely says, you know, these episodes will feature fan favorite Pokemon and characters, including Misty and Brock, and they will provide a glimpse at what the future may hold for the world's strongest uh, trainer in this final chapter for Ash and his Pikachu. So, you know, they, they do say it's a final chapter. You know, which fine, but they don't actually say that Ash is leaving the anime, which brings us to point mm -hmm. number two. Liko, she certainly Liko. has some very interesting hair. Liko looks a lot like two characters that we know. <laughs> yeah, okay, but here, but here's the thing, and I and I don't want to burst any ship bubbles here, right? But man, I I. It, it, I mean, it would shock the heck out of me if Japan was like, "Yep, we're gonna we're gonna give in to the fan, we're gonna give in to the ship and make it and make a cannon." Oh, they'll that to me feels it. like a stretch. Okay, so, so here's the thing: when it comes to anime, that's the new trend. You have yeah. the series of Boruto. <laughs> you have even in the new fairy tale sequel. I mean, the idea of ship children leading i mean the seven deadly sins you mm -hmm. look at anime right now mm -hmm. a lot of legacy shonen mm -hmm. series uh you know the easiest way that they kind of continue i mean bleach has done it it just mm -hmm. keeps on go i mean demon slayer did it in yeah. its epilogue that is what they do they at the very end they won't tell you a single thing about the ship mm -hmm. And then in a time skip epilogue, they're together and they've had a kid and the kid's like 12 years old. It, that it, is how Shonen series do it because uh, they don't want to get into it. Uh, it. That is what Pokemon would do. So the fact that Lika looks a lot like Ash, has Serena's eyes. She's wearing in her hair kind of a clip that looks like the L green symbol from Ash's mm -hmm, hat. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not... You, it's really not hard to put two and two together that somehow she is related to Ash. The question is, how does the time skip present itself in Pokemon mm -hmm. moving forward? Um, and if that is the case, which I am like 80% sure at this point is where we're heading in that direction, then we will definitely be seeing Ash again. He's not going to be the focus of it, but he will right. show up at some point with like an old Pikachu and we'll all cry, uh, which I would love. So here, here's the real question, Megan. Do you think so? Here, here's 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 the three options that I see. Mm -hmm. Liko could be, you know, I know what you and I want, Ash and Serena. <laughs> you know, oh, of course, absolutely, that's what we all want. <laughs> you know, that, that that that's the one that makes sense, right? And right. and you know, she. Of all the companions that came back in Pokemon Journeys, she it really, around. you know, they, well, like it really felt like hers, her appearance. They they deliberately did not have her intersect with Ash, other than for a brief, fleeting mm -hmm. moment. Compare that to literally all the rest of them. Is Serena Where, also ten though? Yeah, they're oh, okay. the same age. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they went to summer so camp long. together. They were, yeah. you know, destined childhood friends. But yeah. he, here is the problem: there are two other. Ash companions with blue eyes. Mm -hmm. There's Dawn, mm -mm. which you know Dawn had was in the Pokemon journeys a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And then there's Misty. It, I, no. it's not Misty. No, no. I don't I, think it's I, Misty. But no, Misty's too old. That's no, not. The, that's not. not, that's not, that, that, that's, just, not just, that's not. That's not. But you know what I mean. It would we just be feel weird. like she's too old. I just the fact of how Pokemon as a as a company and as a brand has presented these three, you know, female companions. Misty's Misty is clearly the best friend. Misty is the ride or die OG best friend would help Ash bury a body if need be. Like that that's Misty's shtick with Brock. Uh Dawn, you know, just kind of feels like but kind of like that, like almost like weirdly familial. Like it's it doesn't have like anything weird to it. But the way that they have presented Serena is is different. Yeah. Uh, so I would I would be shocked if they went a different direction. I mean, honestly, at this point, just <laughs> given how many anime series I have seen do this, the way that they have set Ash and Serena up is just like so similar to how like in the early days of naruto they set up like naruto and hinata <laughs> so like 
the writing's on the wall, whether we want it to be there or not. Um, so if, if, if Liko is as many on the internet suspect, you know, a, the child of Ash, you know, they'll, they'll drag it out for a long time. You know how like they've done with Inuyasha, the Inuyasha sequel, we have Kagomi and Inuyasha's kid. And then we had Shoshomaru's kid and we were like, who's Shoshomaru's kid's dot like mom. And it was written like we all knew, but they, they right. kept us waiting. Uh, that's what they'll do. Absolutely for this. <laughs> Yeah, I, but in the uh, meantime, we still have eleven episodes to go through uh, to to say goodbye to Ash, and that is where we are going to get the Ash Serena reunion. That's I mean, I I'll tell you what, though, yeah. that video they put out made me feel some feelings. Oh yeah, it was it was intense. Mm-hmm. I have seen, I've seen people like, texting but... me who were like, "Did you hear about?" Like they were legitimately checking on me, like there was a death in the family. <laughs> I was like, but I I I love like like, I'm busy working right now, but I understand. Like, thank you. (laughs) I love that the internet does what the internet's going to do, though, and like literally took it apart frame by frame and like saw one uh, frame where it looked like there was uh, the uh, Ashes Butterfree. uh, Like that has been confirmed. (laughs) Like I just like this is perfect. Well, that's like that's like you know like I I was telling my wife uh, like yeah no Ash is leaving the anime and like. she didn't really get sad until I'm like, and they're bringing back Ash's Butterfree. And she's like, wait a second, what? And I was like, that yeah, was you know, like, Ash, uh, Ash's Butterfree is coming back for the first time in literally 25 years. And she's it like, bye bye Butterfree. And now it's hi hi Butterfree. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you know, hello. quite frankly, I thought that Butterfree was dead. So, you know, well, like, it's, the time hasn't passed in the it's same because way. It's been a year. I know. It's not been only like, hardly anything. Now. But yeah, no, as soon as I saw that Butterfree, it was like automatic, like, tears. Just, was I was like, I can't. Butterfree. He's wearing his little ascot and he's still with pink Butterfree. Like, for a kid, I so clearly remember watching that episode. It was traumatic for me. <laughs> like, I was a kid. <laughs> that I was like, that can't be. People don't leave you in your life. Because, you know, I was like six. Like, I didn't know what that was. It was that that is one episode of television that like really has like a visceral moment that sticks with me um and that that just got brought up and the next kind of 11 episodes that we're gonna get of ash's farewell journey it is gonna needle those heartstrings it is going to push on all of the buttons um it's gonna be painful and we're leaving out a major we're leaving out a major part of this conversation right now and that we we are also losing Ash's Pikachu. I, I can't talk about. Yeah, we don't That's true. know we that. We actually don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know there, there's. I, <laughs> I'm pretty it. split 50-50 on whether, uh, Ash, Ash's Pikachu. Do we know how Pokemon gone? age? Like, do we have like a, a pretty firm idea? Like, we we know like old Pokemon exist. They I mean, exist, we, but you know they exist. We know that you know Pokemon can. It, there have been instances where Pokemon pass from age that is so but like so okay so hear me out so if let's say ash ash's pikachu joins one of the two new protagonists on their journey is this like is is ash's pikachu basically become like for wrestling fans like Shawn michaels on his last leg before retirement or uh or do we think he's uh you know uh, uh, a bit younger than that no so like if if how this is going to go down is Liko is going to go out and, you know, Ash's daughter is like, I'm going to go and explore the Paldea region. And Ash is going to send Pikachu to basically act as her surrogate father. Yeah, um, that's how, be this, is, this is Sean. This is Sean Michaels returning from back injury. Uh, <laughs> oh, OK. So we're going further back then. Well, it's this, just is, like, this is I the Sean like, Michaels that found God. I, I, I was just like thinking about this. Like. Would they really make an anime that does not feature Pikachu? Feature Pikachu. And I, mean, I just can't see it. I I have always been able to see an anime without Ash, but I still really struggle to see it without Pikachu. Like, Pikachu either is just such a fundamental marketing linchpin in in a lot of different ways. And I know obviously the Pokemon Company has diversified in the last you know five sure. years, ten years, even with you know how they use mascots. But I mean, Pikachu is still. <laughs> that it's still the one you know so i would be very surprised if ash's pikachu doesn't kind of like take that almost like pseudo like mentorship like 
leadership role for Liko moving forward. Um, while Ash just kind of does his thing, like Professor Oak did his thing back at home. Um, so like that, that is very much how I see this going. And again, that is a trope we have seen done so successfully time and time again in anime like it's right. the it is there that method has proven to be successful whether you like borto or not it is one of the top grossing uh anime titles at tv tokyo and with uh studio Piro. so like it there's there's no reason for them to here's not the, here's the other here's the other part of this too and and i i uh i tweeted this about when the news broke about Henry Cavill not being Superman about how like you can still be sad about Henry Cavill leaving and be excited for what comes next for Superman. Same thing applies, I think here for Ash. And when I was thinking about it, um, go is my daughter's favorite protagonist in journeys. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea of, you know, like she is, she was she is now my age when I got into Pokemon mm -hmm. and the idea of her being able to start or like kind of kind of fresh with mm -hmm. a new like with the new anime and latch on to one of these two, you know, two new protagonists in the same way that we latched on to Ash is mm -hmm. kind of exciting. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and I and I think is um, I think it, and I think it's great. And honestly, you know, look, we talk about. Uh, you know what the how some of the decisions the Pokemon company makes based off uh you know the kind of where we're at in the nostalgia cycle uh makes a lot of sense right like oh yeah Incredibly and so so. Uh, so so I so I you know as much as I'm sad to see Ash go uh, I am definitely you know excited for for what comes next it'll just be uh you know where where does where does it go right and and what you know yeah. what is the story and and you know and i think i uh, the pokemon company's not stupid and they're going to find some ways to tie it back to uh the you know the original stuff for for the older fans to be like oh right that um right. which is why i like the 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 you know time you know the time jump theory that you yeah. know we will we finally get ash who uh you know ash will probably become 15 uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, i think it's just an incredibly smart thing as you said like your your kid i mean your you know hoffer's children as well they're they're starting to be those ages that we were when we got into pokemon so giving them a fresh start a fresh you know protagonist that they identify with that doesn't have baggage is incredibly accessible for them and it makes mm. it you know way easier for the pokemon company to be able to do these things without a certain amount of expectations but at the same time you know they don't want to abandon the fan base that has invested 25 plus years it'd be like you know the marvel universe just doing an absolute hard reset and not giving back homage to you know what we've had in the mcu for the last decade plus like that is a really difficult thing to do so what they're doing with a new protagonist these dual protagonists i think is really smart but by doing what most fans believe with a time skip you're still honoring the progression that we've had with ash for the last 25 years by making him older by giving him an adulthood um you know if you want to give him that family like that is again something that you know a lot of nostalgic classically top dog anime series have done with dragon ball to naruto um i think pokemon is a little overdue in it honestly um so i'm excited to see how it works Here's a question for you. Does Ash, does he remain a, like a trainer or like a, uh, you know, not maybe he, maybe he, maybe he becomes a gym leader or is he the new professor? I don't think. Or is I he a professor? I think he continues to stay training. Yeah. I think that in, in some form, I think that it's probably, you know, not as, you know, hard and fast as it is now i think obviously he defends his title um that you know he just recently acquired, <laughs> that he recently acquired you know i think he's defending that title i think if anything he becomes like a you know training mentor kind of like how he was for go like that's he, kind of his position as a as a teacher here's 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 the here's how i see it playing out ash opens pallet town's first gym 
mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. immediately uh, raises the uh, the economy of Pallet Town by making it a tourist destination for the world over. It's now full of hotels and casinos and all those other because everyone wants to come and pay respect to the great Ash Ketchum. You, oh, you yeah. have literally described what happens to the Hindley Village. Yeah, that is exactly Wait, original <laughs> idea. Like it Jim. literally is exactly what like, happened in Naruto. It's what happened in oh, dang man. Jim's over here just being Masashi Kishimoto, and we're all just like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I do love in the comments, Calder uh, 27, you know, says that doesn't make sense for Gary to become the professor after Oak. I definitely can see that happening. Gary becoming the next like Professor Oak. Like, I would love to see that. Oh my gosh! Does that mean like we lose Professor Oak? Like does Professor? Oh, he'll just retire. He's probably gonna move in. No, he's got not 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 if Ash is going to be of childbearing age of a ten year old. Professor Oak's probably dead. He's dead. Oh, oh, time doesn't matter. They ain't gonna kill Professor Oak, and if they, they're definitely not gonna do it off screen. We we have just decided that Pokemon is taking Naruto's check. We're just decided (laughs) Pokemon is doing Naruto's thing. So, like, Professor Oak is going to die. Spoiler alert for Naruto. He's going to die like Jiraiya did. He's going to get impaled. Oh, it's just gone. Like, like, yeah, so the new Pokemon anime is going (laughs) to open up with Professor Oak's you know, funeral, and you know, Ash is sitting there crying over there. He just, just and- had a he had, Professor Oak had a Charizard. He just couldn't train. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm just like, saying, man. They said he died. His heart just one time stopped working. It received too many electrical impulses. You just one one too many shocks from Pikachu, man. Right. Like, okay, but like, but now we have to start thinking about like some of the other implications here on the the wider oh, yeah. anime world. What I happens mean, to Team Rocket? What uh, happens so, to Jet yeah. and and Meowth? So, okay, so here's They're here's already my adults, big brain. so maybe they'll just get some wrinkles. <laughs> Here, here's my big brain theory. So, you know, so what's going to happen is Meowth is going to join Ash on his final journey. So we get the Pokemon translator. And so Ash is going to go, and when he meets Butterfree, you know, Meowth is going to translate like Butterfree's like, you know, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> it's all going to be like, like, yo, yeah, Ash. Ash, did you finally like hook up with someone? Like, you know, I've had like seventy-six kids, and Ash's like, "Oh God, women exist in this world." And meow, that's that's oh. how this is all going to kick off and build up to the new anime in which Ash has a daughter. Is Ash is going to discover like, oh, oh. no, now I'm just seeing Butterfree introducing his children to Ash and acting like <laughs> you can have children in this world. <laughs> I guess I need to have kids, and then it like does like a weird PowerPoint transition to introducing uh, the Lico. And- <laughs> oh man, is Butterfree explaining the birds and the bees via Meowth? To Ash Ketchum. And and that is how the I mean, anime I'm ends. not going to be mad if Team Rocket ends up with Jesse and James having a kid. Because that did happen in the oh manga. Yeah, they did, did get together. Oh, and they had did? A family. Yeah. yeah, and that original manga. Like, they got together. They had a baby. So, like, I won't be mad if that happens. I'm just making that clear. Um, not, I mean, there's a lot of implications. I mean, Misty, Misty will be older. You know. Brock, I mean, all of these people who we haven't seen, they would age, uh, which mm-hmm. is gonna, which inherently fuels a lot of kind of like revivalism into the nostalgia fan base for you know Pokemon. Um, it, we've seen it time and time again. Uh, Pokemon has watched every other major main <laughs> series, Shonen series, except for One Piece, <laughs> like do this. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's wild, and I, I'm excited to to talk to Sarah about it tomorrow because it's just how um, will you voice old Ash? <laughs> <laughs> what does old Ash sound? What like? does old Ash sound like? Yeah. What is his favorite dad joke? <laughs> oh God! Uh, it's it, it just this is it, and it, it's and it's wild, right? To see. We just kind of went through it just a week or so ago when uh, Ash won the championship, right? Like, it, this was big headline news. Like, mm-hmm. major news outlets reported on it, not just, you know, the fan sites and stuff like that. And, like, the news of Ash leaving, just as big, just as 
uh, monumental of a, of a, uh, a news piece for something that has been going on for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it was very cool to see a lot of Pokemon fans just kind of come out and not, not necessarily eulogize Ash. Cause like, he's not dead. He's just, you know, not going to be anything, but Right. see how much of you know the anime meant to a lot of fans and the character in, in particular right like the one of the we talk about this all the time one of the reasons that we that that i think makes ash su- such a great character is is ash's perseverance right ash's pursuit of uh wanting you know wanting to be the best uh but never um uh never bending on you know his his morality and and just like things like that he's just Mm -hmm. ash is just an all-around very good person that we all wish we could be kind of thing right uh and so so for that to come to an end feels like uh you know the the cynic is like well there's no hope in humanity even ash is gone right Mm -hmm. (laughs) it it just you know i there is i i think for our generation there has been kind of like this extended arrested development of sorts because so many of our Mm -hmm. favorites still exist and still play such a dominant role in pop culture. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you like, you know, like Marvel is, has never been bigger. Those characters, you know, continue to exist and, you know, will only continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, even though we've seen some like, pretty dramatic changes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe over the last 10 years. Like that, you know, those, those characters still exist in some form. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. Iron Man is still around in the comics and the, the cartoons and all that stuff. I'm sure, you know, they're going to dump a dump truck full of money and make them appear in the next Avengers movie or something like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, like uh, other, other characters that we really love, you know, have, have always, they, you know, they don't go away. You know, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, my favorite characters growing up, um, you know, still, you know, they, they're still around, you know, like, yeah, we've had like three or four different iterations of them, but, you know, um, they're, they're, they're still there. Um, but with anime, it's kind of fascinating because we've even seen this to some extent with anime, um, you know, uh, uh, Naruto is a great, great example. You know, Naruto mm-hmm. is still there. He's grown up, but he's still there. Um, but we we are starting to get like, you know, everyone is kind of expecting like Naruto is going to end, going to die in, in Boruto where he he is going to bite it at some point. He, he already dodged. Um, you know, you know, Bleach is finally coming to an end. Uh, One Piece is finally coming to an end. Um, you know, there's a lot of just, um, things that have been constant in our lives for the last 20, 25, 30 40 years and a lot of them seem to be coming to an end now Mm -hmm. um and that for for like our specific generation in particular i think that is like you know this this is like the the equivalent of like cheers ending or friends ending or something like that or you know some yeah for for our generation um you know something that we we not only grew up with but it extended far far longer than that and i i feel like Older generations don't have a lot of things like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, that that have always been a force. So, or if they have, they're 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 just kind of like timeless, like Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny or stuff like that. Like we don't, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, like it to me with Ash's leaving, and this is like you know just something that I've like really thought about. One of the stories that have been around since my childhood has, you know, it's it's come to an end. It's mm-hmm. it's done. It's finished. Yeah. I think it's it's easier for us, and by us I mean like you know Christian, you and I, in the sense I'm, I'm making another wrestling analogy here, right? Mm-hmm. Wrestling is this, or you know the the world of WWE is this this giant ongoing story, and there are superstars that that ba- that basically come and go, and when a superstar has to retire or dis or leaves, like there is a you know the you 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 feel that right, yeah. like you're not going to you know, like I think like the like I think a, a great example is when Edge when Edge retired the first mm-hmm. time. Like I genuinely thought we would never see him again. Like we would see him in backstage segments or things like that. And so when, like when he got back to the ring, uh, came back to the ring, I was like, oh wow, 
like this this is really happening kind of thing right and i think like the same thing is going to happen for ash here where like yes like you know like the ash's story is over we will undoubtedly see ash again and when and when we do it'll be it'll be awesome and who knows ash may have a like like you said if the if our rumors or if the theories are right and we just get older ash we may actually see ash more than we than we are thinking we may right like mm-hmm. it's not like we may we're like we're you know we may or on the flip side we only may get ash once a year uh kind of thing right like oh yeah uh and so because like how often are we getting professor oak these days like yeah well not very I mean, more than we were. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, I, I, well, I think it's just—it's going to be a fine-tuning process of the nostalgia drip. I mean, Pokemon knows what it's doing. We've talked right. about this again and again. Um, yeah. it, it knows what it's doing, even as it's entering this new era. You know, as Hoffer and I have said several times already, Naruto has figured it out. It took a while. It was a little mm-hmm. bit of a rough process. You know, Bleach is figuring it out. One Piece. You know. It, it, it hasn't done kind of a new generation thing, but it did have that time skip situation a long time ago. It had to figure it out that rough gap. Um, I think that Ash's journey as we know it is over. It, we got 11 more episodes and then it's going to be kind of a clean slate moving forward to see where he goes with his life next. And whatever that, you know, mission is for him it's not going to be our priority it's not going to be the main focus anymore of pokemon mm-hmm. um that'll be I, a I transition period it'll I be good i'm excited it <laughs> we'll have a lot more to talk about obviously is this uh you know his farewell journey goes we'll probably be crying every week as new episodes yeah. oh 100 percent uh, but uh yeah that that's it Poor I, can't wait for my, I can't wait for my daughter to be in her 30s and when uh you know she loses a character like like ash be like well let me tell you about how i dealt with losing ash yeah let me let me me, me tell you (laughs) i i do think that the thing that the pokemon company will need to really like if 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 they are doing like this is a continuation of the pokemon continuity i don't know like um and like you know like liko is ash's daughter like you know Roy is 900% ghost kid. That's, that's I, I really hope not, but oh, you know, I, I like, feel it. In the I just don't think anyone would ever like procreate with him. That's but, who uh, that is who Don will get with. <laughs> or, I can Chloe, see that, or Chloe, you know, that, I could see that, but um, uh, you know, I do think that one of the things that they the, and this is what with what I didn't like about Boruto in the early days, um. All the kids were just, you know, oh, these are the offspring. Mm-hmm. You know, these are all the offspring. There was no like room for like a new story. It felt very derivative. Yeah. And, you know, like, and like it, as you said, it took them a while. They figured it out. And now, like, Boruto is actually, it's not a bad story, you know? Nope. And, you know, they, they figured out, it's like the two things that we need to have. And instead of just trying to rehash Naruto, but with their kids, yeah. is we're going to one, do a extension of Naruto. You know, because Naruto is still a main character in Boruto. It's right. still very much like Naruto is at the heart the of the story. <laughs> yeah, he's not the focus. Um, and but you know, that's that's the thing. It's threading the needle between we're going to do something cool, and we're going to tell a new story in a familiar world, and you're going to see some things that you rec- recognize. And once Naruto and Boruto got to that point, when Boruto got to that point, where it's mm-hmm. like we're going to tell a different type of story here, but it's something that. If you've been following this franchise for a while, you're going to, like, you know, still be engaged without coming off as just like, like I didn't need this. I don't care about these kids. Give me, give me my Naruto. Um, yeah. You know, once if they can do that, like right out the gate, you know, this will be this will be great for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm excited. All right. Well, it's that time. We should get to the the Pokemon fact of the week. But before we do, thank you, Ash. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah. Well, our poke fact of the week is I don't you know. So actually, I have a weird <laughs> poke fact of the week. So you know, we're talking about uh, 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 Makahita and uh, Hariyama, um, and so you know, like they're they're kind of just like standard Pokemon. Like Hariyama is one of those Pokemon that has the freakish feats of Pokemon strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's so, like it can slap a train, like. Well, so can I, and you don't see me talking. But Hariyama, though, I feel like has been growing in popularity, or at least like public appearance by the Pokemon Company, and I I can't tell if that's just 
me seeing it or if it's actually a thing. So here is the weird thing about Hariyama. And it's not actually about Hariyama. It's about Iron Hands, you know, future Hariyama. So, you know, Iron Hands allegedly is a cyborg. It's not just a robot Pokemon. It is a cyborg of a mortally wounded athlete. So, you know, yeah, yeah, it was like Robocop, but like so much worse. Yeah, yeah. But (laughs) here's the the two part question. You know, if it was an athlete, you know, why didn't they just say it was Hariyama? You know, or in the future, in the far flung future, where, you know, in the grim, grim darkness of the far flung future (laughs) of the Pokemon universe, um, are Pokemon people? Oh. oh, this is you can't save a question for that. You can't, <laughs> Christian, Christian Hoffer, you cannot. And we did. Shut it down. Shut it left. down. You can't, you can't do that when we've yeah, just that's had right. this like forty-minute conversation about. We don't have time for this. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. In the far-flung future, uh, you know, of the Pokemon universe, Pokemon might be people. And seem end. Uh, and Ash was the first one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I thought we were going to be talking about does the Pokemon universe in the future have like Skynet or something to worry about. But I was I was getting ready to go down that avenue but I was more out, I was more concerned I was more concerned are Pokemon going extinct and so in order to keep up the capitalist charade they needed to just in, create robot Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I could have done that conversation as well, but instead we took a left turn into our Pokemon people, and now I can't like function right now. But we know Pokemon are people because there's the, the seventy five different Pokedex entries about how Pokemon. There are but, some Pokemon but, who have turned but, into uh, people turn, who turned into Pokemon. When the people turn into Pokemon, are they still people? <laughs> they might have been people, but when they became Pokemon, are they still people? This is a really complex. I don't know, Megan. Are you your spirit or your body? <laughs> I don't know, but I can't do this right now. It, I'm not having the coffee. I'm still emotionally compromised about Ash Ketchum leaving me. I cannot have a deep philosophical conversation. Oh my gosh, are Pokemon people? I, I, well, I called her. Know. Sorry, <laughs> called her in the chat. Goes. Pokemon are not people. You can't catch a person in a Pokeball. Not yet. You don't know that. Have yeah, yet. We don't know. We don't know. Like, does Pokemon Skynet create a Pokeball that can capture people? Like humans. But here's the thing, right? Like, we don't know. Does the is the Pokeball responsible for turning the Pokemon into energy and then capturing it, or is it something inherent in Pokemon DNA that turns them into the energy that puts them in the Pokeball? No, and you know what? We'll find out tomorrow when we interview the voice of Ash oh. Ketchum. <laughs> That's how we start the interview. We're like, we're not going to ask any softball questions, Sarah. We're getting in deep. Our Pokemon yeah. people. Our Pokemon people. Oh, man. That, <laughs> our, yeah, that is, that's my question. That's my first question tomorrow. Where's <laughs> paying Lieutenant Surge was chucking Pokeballs at his enemies in the quote, the Great War. Hey, you know what? I wouldn't doubt it. Not for a second. Not for a second. Right? Like, just like now. Okay, but now this opens up. But now this opens up a whole a whole line of thing, right? Like, are 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 prisoners kept in Pokeballs to conserve space? And is that probably. why? Almost, <laughs> well, almost definitely. We've seen how capitalistic the society is. There's probably just a vault underground filled with thousands of hundreds. But that's of it. And we've actually Pokemon. we've actually uh, come come to learn that uh, Pokemon gyms are actually just old jails. Oh yeah. <laughs> all, all, all I know now is probably during like the like the dark history, like the blank period of the Pokemon universe is like Pokeballs were created probably as weapons for humans in the Great War. They didn't work right and they only worked on Pokemon. And that's how they started to use Pokemon. For the do war. we know what the do we know I, anything about the Great War? No, because it's a children's franchise. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Hoffer. You opened this can of worms by asking if Pokemon are people. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know what Great War we don't talk about? The Great War of France, in which apparently the ancient French created a giant laser weapon to kill their enemies. Yeah, we know that these people went hard. I I'm really concerned. We now now I now I want to know more about the Great War. 
Well, maybe one day we'll find out. Maybe is that, that... Not something is that not something that they like? They, I'm just that's actually it feels like a story fit for the manga, or at least you know the early volumes of the manga. No, they really never get into it. Honestly, I feel like that's going to be our next like whatever Arceus is. Like that's going to be our next historical God. throwback oh, game. war story. It's like yeah, it's game be like... freak has made a first person shooter. <laughs> I mean, we're laughing, but like. <laughs> I'm thinking all sorts of things from the Great War to Skynet. So, like, it could happen. I could see that. Does Arceus not... Does the game not explain the um, the mechanics of a Pokeball? Just yeah, that, like, here an old one's made out of wood? Yeah, no. So, how the Pokeball works is they, they finally explained how it works. So, Pokemon... Come on. Give me a second. This has gone on too long, guys. You opened it. You've opened, um, you've you, opened the door. You saved your grenade for the last um, little bit. So... <laughs> Ah, we've gone on so long this that you know, things are music. going off. Um, it's a very nice chime. So, um, how all this works? How all of this works is Pokemon have the ability to turn microscopic. That's why when they faint, you can't collect their unconscious body. That is why when you um, when they run away from you, you just can't keep chasing them. Um, they, they 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 shrink, and so the Pokeball triggers the shrinking, you know, reaction. Now, how that has to do with laser beams, I don't know. But <laughs> so uh, that is that is what the Pokeball does. Every Pokemon has the ability to turn microscopic. So, so is that all... a is that a genetic thing? Yeah. I Did guess. Hank Pym create it's... the Pokeball? Like, I, I think are just Pym particles, right? <laughs> like if, so, theoretically, fine. they would be able to extract the gene that allows Pokemon to do that, and and in, in, inject it into people to keep them in pokeballs i mean that sounds like eugenics jim um, uh, that's why i'm saying skynet is skynet um, like we like, have to worry about in like, the future it sends them like to the some real gattaca energy coming from jim <laughs> oh, look, i'm just look this is the door that you have opened and now and now here we all are. i did was read a pokedex entry <laughs> No, you went way back. I tried that. to end this thing like 12 minutes ago. Oh, well, you shouldn't have opened that door. And now I'm gently shutting the door until we can talk to Sarah, the the voice of Ash, about it. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you all tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, all right, day. folks. Thank you so much for spending time with us uh, on this extra, extra long second to last episode of the year or something. Um, we uh we appreciate you spending the spending time with us uh christmas is this week hanukkah is going on this week whatever holiday you celebrate we hope you have a pleasant one uh and enjoy it uh and you know for those who uh you know who, who may not look forward to the holidays this year just know that we are here with you uh and and you know we 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 love and appreciate y'all um Again, uh, stay tuned. Uh, keep it locked on Twitter at PokemonPodCB. Uh, we will post a graphic and announcement with when well, once we figure out a time uh, with with Sarah. Uh, we'll do we'll do another uh, you know we'll do it live for the folks who want to tune in. Otherwise, it'll be in your feeds, and we hope you enjoy uh, the chat we have, and hopefully get to have some good reminiscing time with her um, uh, as well. Uh, that's it. You find me at Jim Viscardi. Megan is at Megan Peter CB. Christian is at C Hoffer C Bus. We'll talk to y'all. Some of y'all tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll talk to y'all next week. Have a great holiday, folks. We'll catch you later.